0: Welcome to Day 267 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. I'm Paul Kemp here with Matthew Kresge and Cindy Kemp uh, as we continue our journey through the Gospel of Matthew. Over the course of the year, we've taken you through the entire biblical narrative. We started in the garden as God created us and gave us a perfect place to know Him, uh, to love Him, to serve Him, and to follow Him. uh, But we rejected God's gracious rule And of course, all of creation is thrown into chaos, but from the very minute we rejected God, he continued to pursue us. And of course, that's the story of the Old Testament that takes us all the way through uh, the rise and fall of Israel and their ultimate failure to the coming of Christ. And uh, Matthew is taking those Old Testament images and vividly uh, bringing them forward in the person of Christ. So we continue our reading uh, today with Matthew chapter 3. But as always, before we read, we offer ourselves in this moment to the Lord. So, Matt, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer?
1: Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We do thank you for uh, this time together and for the great promises that we find contained in Scripture. Uh, Father, we thank you that you have spoken to us uh, both through your word and through your Son. And so as we behold him um, through your word at this time, Father, would you use it to accomplish your purposes in us? Would we be transformed into the image of Christ? Uh, Father, thank you for this time together. Be with us as we read. Um, Draw us near to you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locust and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins and were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where who was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee the coming wrath, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do you not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the tree, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winning fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire." Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so for now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Uh, So many Old Testament images are Mm -hmm. coming forward. You have Isaiah talking about uh, making straight paths for the Lord. You have uh, Malachi promising uh, that the spirit of Elijah would come and prepare the hearts of the people uh, for God. Uh, And you have all of those fulfilled in the John the Baptist. Even down to the details of his clothes, uh, the clothes he is wearing, are similar to what uh, you know, John is uh, uh, Elijah is described as wearing in the in the book of First Kings. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of these images, you know, coming together. Mm-hmm. But more than anything else, you have the message: the kingdom of heaven ha- has come near. In other words, in the person of Christ, the kingdom has arrived, and of course, will be consummated, you know, with his with his return.
1: You love this scene too that. I mean you kind of meet this, we always have kind of those funny images of John in our head. He's a crazy madman, he's preaching outside, you know, where <laughs> it just it, it doesn't seem like he should be pre- You know, it's just like outsiders and and yet his call is repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. You know, those great promises in the old testament have really finally come near in the person of Christ and and the call then is is to repent. You know, and I love the response. You have kind of two responses. You know, one, the Pharisees and Sadducees come. But then, too, we see also people confessing their sins and being baptized by him, and, and you know that is the we're seeing the foreshadowing, really, of what ought to be the response to the gospel, as well as this repentance, you know, confessing of our sins, repentance, repenting, turning to Christ, mm-hmm. um, and we're getting to see, you know, kind of that introduction, in a sense, right. to right? And,
0: and of course, the, you know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, or the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Uh, you know, as here, represent the status quo. They are really the ones who have uh, taken, you know, as we we read in Ezekiel, they were the shepherds who were looking out more for themselves than they were for the, you know, were for the sheep. And so John suspects that they're coming kind of to cover their bases, but not really in full, in full repentance. And, of course, that's a way that, you know, many of us can respond as well. Of course, what is really dramatic is the fact that Jesus himself, you know, comes— uh, to receive baptism. And John has clearly defined that this is a baptism of repentance. The very purpose of the baptism uh, was to signify a turning from sin, a turning from idolatry, a turning to the way of God. And of course, this is the one who Paul would tell us knew no sin. And yet he is identifying with us uh, in his baptism, uh, in our need of repentance. He identifies with us on the cross, where he bore our sin, he identifies with us in this moment where he's baptized as a sign of turning, you know, turning from sin. So he is fulfilling for us mm-hmm. in himself uh, the righteous requirements of the law.
2: Mm-hmm. And I love that John was preparing the way for Jesus, um, even as he was preaching this you know turn repent and turn and be baptized these were the people i love it that they were repenting and being baptized because these were going to be the people that i um whose hearts were going to be teachable who were going to be sitting at the feet of jesus and receiving his word and it just is a reminder to me that it's not the pharisee it's those that are humble and heart and he'll go on to talk about that in the beatitudes, no, there, but it's those real, who are mourning yeah,
0: yeah yeah there's a real contrast here of those who are hearing the message and responding you know, positively, and those who are, are responding you know, in kind of an outward way, but not in a deep, uh, you know, deep inward way. And, and of course, uh, the irony of this is, uh, many times you know, the Jewish people would ask you know, a Gentile convert to Judaism to go through a ceremonial washing to uh, kind of uh, portray cleansing uh, but here, it's the people of Israel themselves that need cleansing in mm-hmm. order to receive, you know, the coming King and His purposes in their life. And of course, you know, as Jesus is baptized, you have to love. You know, the language here: heaven is ripped open, mm-hmm. and you see uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, sending on Him. Hear the voice of the God. And this is coming. You know, this is a quote from you know Psalm two, which is a coronation psalm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, in 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 a sense, is a coronation of, of the King. This is. Uh, this is my son, uh, whom I love, and of course the rest of that psalm is going to come in, in, in a big way when we come to you know the next chapter and the, and the temptation of Jesus as well.
1: Yeah, and I love the contrast too. You know, just of, of what Matthew's teaching us here about Jesus. You know, you have people coming to John; they're confessing their sins. Jesus comes to John, not in confessing his sins, but you're right in that identification mm-hmm. with the people that he will be the one who is the substitute. You know, who does in this moment fulfill all righteousness, identifies with us, knowing that as the sinless one, you know, he will be the one who can atone for those who have sinned. And so I just love the, the image we see um, of Jesus here, that he is the sinless one who has come to fulfill all righteousness, the one who has come to do the will of the Father. And and then you get heaven, you know, ripped open, the Father's words over him and the Spirit descending upon him. And all these images, mm-hmm. and so much Old Testament here as well, you know, that he is he is the one who has come to, to redeem us and to rescue us.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. You know that uh, any time a a son of David or you know uh, came to the throne, that this uh, song would have been sung or this hymn, you know, would have been a, a psalm would have been re- recited. Uh, but here you have God reciting it Himself, which is, yeah. uh, uh had to be an, an incredible and awesome, awesome moment. So you have John, you have Matthew pulling together all of you know all of these images. Uh, in the person of uh you know Elijah preparing the way using those really big words you know that Isaiah has used you know let's let's make clear paths for the lord let's lower the mountains let's fill in the valleys let's make wide mm-hmm. you know the roads and the whole idea is to grant easy access for the coming of the king and of course that's the invitation we have from this passage as well is for us to be like those who are coming to him in genuine repentance and to offer him easy access uh, to our hearts in life, and to respond by turning away, uh, you know, from, uh, a lot of times we think of turning away from sin as, you know, these big, really dark things in our life, but it's anything mm-hmm. other than a pure, wholehearted devotion mm-hmm. uh, to the Heavenly Father, and it, it has a root of idolatry in it mm-hmm. as well. So you see John coming and calling the nation to repentance. And you'll see a very similar message you know, from Jesus mm-hmm. as uh, we move in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Cindy, why don't you uh, close us with a word of prayer. Sure.
2: Father, in light of uh, what Paul just said, you know, may our hearts um, turn from the lesser things, uh, turn away from the things that grab our attention over you or that desire um, our obedience. Father, may we be clearly um, in a humble adoration of you, seeking you and serving you and loving you. Help us to do that by your spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.